Hello to all of you fantasy football enthusiasts, and welcome in to the Barely Athletic Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your hostess with the mostest, Brian the Boom Corgan, joined as always by the diabetic dynamo himself, Andrew Dobius. Hello. And our producer, Brendan Pika. Guys, welcome in for our week six preview. I'm excited. I'm stoked. I'm jazzed. I think it's going to be a good week of football. And uh, I've, I've got a good feeling about this one. We've got some good games. We've got some really good games here. Yeah, yeah. I'm I ready to it. get the two weeks in a row for my predicting. <laughs> you know, I am notoriously known to be a choker. Mm-hmm. And Andrew, you are notorious for being a comeback kid. But yep, typically, I'm able just to eke it out. But we'll see. Uh, you know what? Fingers crossed you fail the rest of the season. Not that is cross my, my hope. fingers to that. <laughs> uh yeah man week six it's Mm -hmm. messy uh i know i am in a bi-week injury hell yeah Uh, and i think a lot of our listeners are too so this is gonna be a really important episode there is a lot of high profile teams on by this week including the new orleans saints las vegas raiders seattle seahawks and the la chargers that's a lot of fantasy juice yeah, and it's important to know because the Chargers bye week just got changed like a couple days ago. So it's really important that the NFL made like eight different game changes that affected like six different teams on bye weeks. It was a whole mess. So uh, yeah, it's, it's a lot different than at the beginning of the year. And I know some fantasy apps have not updated yet. So keep that in mind. Yeah, a lot of changes. Andrew, we are like water. We are yeah. fluid. We will adapt to our environment. Absolutely. Uh, and on this week's preview episodes, we will spend a little extra time and a little extra love mm-hmm. talking about waiver options and fringe starters. I'd say we're going to go over the AFC home games. In our next preview episode, we will go over NFC home games. So our first game we are previewing today is the Houston Texans taking on the Tennessee Titans. A lot of T's in this matchup. Yep. Starting with the Texans, they are Bill O'Brienless, uh, which I see as a net positive. You know, they came out in a big way last week. Deshaun Watson had a, I'm not going to say stellar game, but certainly good. in the realm of good. One I think he is season. a safe starter, uh, even against this tough Tennessee defense. You know, they did a pretty good job of shutting down uh, Josh Allen last week, but I, I would still start Watson with confidence. David Johnson, you know, he has not been sexy. He has not been a breakout player, but he's been fine. You know, I think he's very similar to what Carlos Hyde was last year, which is a usable fantasy asset. It's crazy that he's usable, but yeah. Yeah, you don't yeah like and, I mean, and he is. He's getting work in the passing game. He's effective relatively on the ground, and he'll end the game with 80 to 100 total yards, and you're hoping for a touchdown, so... Mm-hmm. David Johnson is absolutely startable, especially during these tough bye weeks. It gets messy uh, when we start talking about wide receivers. Last week, Brandon Cook showed up in a big way. I'm not quite sure how to feel about it. Um, You know, Brandon Cooks, all this guy knows is change. He's been on the Saints. He was great with the Saints. He was great with the Patriots. He was great with the Rams. You know, he's used to being on new teams with great quarterbacks. Um, and it was looking a little salty there for the first couple of weeks. I was actually really excited about Brandon Cooks in this offense, uh, but he struggled, obviously. You know, everybody who owned him 
probably dropped him. I know I did everywhere I had him, Mm -hmm. uh, which was considerable. But he finally broke out last week uh, in a big way. I I think he's a fringe starter this week. Um, You know, if he... Will Fuller can't shoulder the load by himself. Uh, he is. No, the, I agree on that. I think Fuller is the undisputed number one in this offense, but there's going to be enough passing to go around. And I think Cooks is a viable wide receiver four, wide receiver three. That's a that's a good spot. Yeah, Will Fuller's definitely ahead of Brandon Cooks in every single week. But uh, yeah, it, it's a it's a French starter for me as well. He's. I don't think he's going to have the. 30 point game like he did last week but i don't think well, he's yeah. gonna put up a goose egg still <laughs> i i could yeah a, a flex not too comfortable with it but he's got upside and that's why he he makes the team yeah well very cool i dig it uh atkins any love not yet the tight end he's, for the texans i should still, say he's still dealing with that concussion injury uh, he's also got an ankle injury um and he was limited practice this uh wednesday so i don't know with seeing darren fell's involvement uh without akins it, it it i don't really want either of them honestly if i had to pick between akins and fells this week i would pick fells so yeah i no would agree with you uh, but i would heavily advise not using either of these tight ends i think there are plenty oh, yeah. of other options don't don't there. use them don't don't yep, use don't them, but if you it. needed me to pick one i would have picked fells <laughs> Well, I won't do that to you. All right, good. I'm stressing about that. On the other side of the ball, the Tennessee Titans, uh, a team that's, man, I am just great. My heart just does not want to cling to these Titans, but they're good. This is a good football team. They dominated the Bills last week. Uh, Starting with the quarterback position, Ryan Tannehill is a legitimate quarterback one, uh, and he keeps he keeps demonstrating it. So, it's it's about time where I just have to believe. You know, he's piecing it together. He's making it happen. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think he's a, for sure, a locked and loaded rest of season quarterback one. Uh, but this week, I think he has top five upside. Ooh, yeah, definitely against the against the Texans, who give up a lot of points through the air. So I agree there, Ryan Tannehill, locked and loaded starter from now on. Top five is pretty pretty bold, but I guess when you look at the the matchups for the other potential quarterbacks. I, I can see that. I can understand that. So well, that five. and what Tannehill has done up to this point. Yeah, that's, that's true. And he's got AJ Brown back. Yeah. And he's looking great. Mm-hmm. Uh, perfect segue to AJ Brown. Um, you know, he was having a disappointing season before his injury uh, this past game. He had a great game. You know, I think yeah. he does step back into that wide receiver two conversation. Uh, right now, I do have him as a high-end wide receiver three until we see a little more consistency out of him. Uh, but he does absolutely have that wide receiver one upside uh, that we saw last week and we saw last season. So that's how I feel. Other than Brown, other than Tannehill, obviously Derrick Henry. We're not going to get cute. Yep. But Janu Smith, you know, he's, he's top five in fantasy points per game this season. And if you have him, you start him. You know, I'm starting him over Ertz, uh, of course. Yeah. I'm starting him over a pretty significant amount of players. And this is a very positive matchup against the Texans. So John Smith is, a, I think, a top five tight end. Uh, and he has been so far up to this point. So I think he's locked and loaded. Absolutely. He's gotten over. He's gotten four more receptions every game. And he's averaging over a touchdown game. So that's that's good enough. for that's me. That's very good. <laughs> that's amazing for a tight end. Yeah, so no. If he's gonna get it. you a touchdown every game, that's perfect. Yeah, More than perfect. 
That is very neat. These two teams give me the Titans. Give me the Titans. Which means the Texans will win. No. Every no time chance. I trust the Titans, they, they let me down. No chance the Titans win. Next up, we have the Cleveland Browns taking on the Pittsburgh Steelers. This will be a really good matchup. This Browns team is looking hot. They just beat the Dallas Cowboys. And this Pittsburgh team is looking like a less hot playoff team for sure. Uh, yeah. I think they, they're legitimate Super Bowl contenders. Yeah, that last game kind of freaked me out a little bit when it, oh, was, get over it. When it was close. But it, yeah, it, they, they pulled through in the end. Definitely Super Bowl, Super Bowl contenders. Um, yeah, man, really, really high attacking Browns offense and a really, really good Steelers defense. So like you said, very exciting game here. Yeah, I think Steelers defense wins out in this game. I'll just say that outright. Uh, but with the Browns, you know, you're starting Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, you're starting your studs. Yep. Austin Hooper, you know, I think is a interesting play. I have him as a high end tight end too. But each week we've seen his involvement grow and we've seen his compatibility with Mayfield grow. So mm-hmm. I think Hooper is an interesting, uh, you know, I think you should pick him up if he is available. You know, he's getting more and more prominent in this offense. And with Ninjoku being out, I think there's an opportunity there for Hooper to be a suitable tight end. Uh, so maybe not necessarily this week. If you have to start him, you could certainly do worse. However, I think definitely somebody somebody to keep an eye on. Jarvis Landry did not practice on Wednesday. So That's we are, you know, please keep an eye on that. You know, if you do have Landry, he had a very good game last week uh, other than his drops. And we hopefully, hopefully he can continue. This mm-hmm. team will need him against the Steelers. Yeah, start him if he plays. That's my that, in my head. Yep, starting Kareem Hunt mm-hmm. with confidence. Baker Mayfield, you hopefully would not have to start in the first oh, place gosh. anyway. There's, there's especially in this matchup, players I would out there that clear. you can pick up. Yeah, there's so many better streamable quarterbacks that you can pick up here. Uh, over to the Steelers side of the ball. Juju and Deontay Johnson are both expected to play. Uh, this is suddenly a very crowded wide receiver core. You have Juju, Deontay Johnson, and Chase Claypool all as very, very good receivers. And I think they all have a legitimate chance to to be great. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as pecking order, Andrew, I'm curious, if you had to rank in this offense, Juju, Deontay, and Chase Claypool, how would you rank them? Is this in terms of what fantasy rankings on if I no, would best them? hair, best yeah, hair, fantasy Juju. options. Uh, I would. Ooh, it's tough. I would go Deontay Johnson, Claypool, and then Juju. Wow. Yeah, that was weird to That's say. That's shocking. Deontay I, Johnson has been the most targeted receiver for Pittsburgh this year. Um, Juju's looking like he's not an all-star player. And Claypool's coming off of a hot game. Yeah, I, I mean, I think you bring up a good, a good point with Deontay Johnson being first. Uh, this is Juju's last uh, year with the Steelers on his contract, and I do not think they are going to uh, pay up to keep Juju. So I do think Deontay Johnson is the future. Um, he isn't the number one, in my opinion. If he's starting, I'm starting him. Juju, I do have a second in the pecking order, if I do say so myself. I think he's start-worthy. And Chase Claypool, you know, he did have a huge game. Uh, and like I think I said in our last episode, you can't really put that genie back in the bottle. Uh, once you kind of see what he can do, you, ha- you have to feed the beast. Mm-hmm. So Claypool, you know, he I think he is a distinct third. There will be disappointing games, uh, but I think he is absolutely worth a flyer as a flex option this yeah, week. I like all three of them. 
to be honest. All three of them should be in the yep. starting lineup this week. Yeah, no, I'm right there with you. Andrew, here's a question. Rest of yep. season. Yep. Uh, Chase Claypool or Brandon Cooks? Oh, Claypool. Claypool? Interesting. Yep. What about this week specifically? Uh, Claypool. Claypool. All right. Yeah, I just don't think Brandon Cooks can. I, yep. I see more upside with Claypool, which I guess yep. isn't that big of a surprise because nope. he does have higher upside, so. Yeah, uh, Eric Ebron, I would rather eat glass. There you go. Uh, and James Conner, I think you're starting with confidence. A little harsh, but I get the point. <laughs> and yes, as well to James Conner. Does the all systems go even? Big Ben as a streamable quarterback. Yeah, yeah, I dig it. These two teams give me the Steelers. Pittsburgh. A lot of a lot of consensus here so far. A lot of yeah. I mean, there'll be some we <laughs> two disagree for two. On. Looking well, ahead, we'll we're gonna disagree on a lot. Are you gonna pick the Bengals this time? No, no, I'm yeah. not feeling it this Can week. I down, uh, Andrew. You bring up a good point. Next up, we have the Cincinnati yeah. Bengals taking on the Indianapolis Colts. Starting with the Bengals, they are coming off of a rough, rough game against the Ravens, where they got obliterated. I thought they had a chance. Uh, I thought this was a spunky team but the Ravens demonstrated their might yeah, that in was... that one. Yep. I was hoping for a better game. Here's the good news. That, I, I, that was the low point of their season. <laughs> so, you know, Joe Burrow learned a valuable lesson, uh, and his team remembered that they are the Bengals. So as far as fantasy options go, the Colts are a stellar defense this season. So, you know, I, they're one of those matchups where you are hesitant to start options against them. Mm-hmm. Joe Burrow, I have as a fade. Uh, AJ Green, you know, <laughs> he's so been dropped in a lot of places. Yeah. I picked him up in a lot of places. And after last week, I dropped him in a lot of places. Yep. <laughs> you know, I I truly thought, so he was getting the targets. It just wasn't connecting. And Burrow has looked better every single week with the exception of last week. Mm-hmm. Uh Last week, AJ Green's effort on that interception, I'm done with him. That's that, yeah, winners don't do that. Mm-hmm. AJ Green's not on my team. T. Higgins, on the flip side, he's somebody who's ascending. You know, I think he is starting to, I guess I don't think he is absolutely starting to get more of a target share. He's making those tough catches and he's becoming a more re- reliable option for Joe Burrow. So absolutely. he's rosterable for sure. I think he's start worthy in this tough matchup. You know, obviously mm-hmm. it is against the Colts, so that's that's a tough matchup. But Higgins, you know, even for a rookie, he is making tough catches. He's playing tough, and I think he's somebody that you know will continue to put up value. Yeah, rookie to rookie connection. I like Higgins in a flex spot as well. I would put him just around the Brandon Cooks level for this week. Yeah, no, that's a great pick, uh, Tyler Boyd. You know, I, I, I he's close to a a must start. Yeah. Um, you know, he hasn't had a huge breakout season and I, I don't think he's the future for this team. I do think it is going to be Higgins team sooner rather than later. Uh, but right now, Tyler Boyd is still the number one and I think he's a solid wide receiver three. Yeah, that's a good spot for him as well. It's, it's the, uh, the opportunity as being the number one receiver on that team, he's going to be targeted first. So yeah, neat. Uh, over to the Colts side of the ball. Philip Rivers has he's turned into good. old man Rivers, and what he's not a fantasy option. Uh, Andrew, I think truly the fantasy star, and you'll agree with me, is the kicker, uh, Rodrigo That's my man. That's my man. I picked him up after week one, not because of seeing what uh, his kicks, 
because of but his glasses. Because of his glasses. That's why I picked him up in a bunch of leagues. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. You, it's He is the second best kicker uh, yep. on ESPN and the best kicker on Yahoo. Don't know how those rankings uh, work there, but uh, he is seriously... Yeah, he's been great. He's amazing. He is the star guy. I mean, he's... Because of Philip Rivers not being able to close. Yeah. Yeah. He's the reason I've won weeks. He is a star. Um, But in a more serious note, uh, as far as fantasy value, wide receivers, there's not a whole lot of fantasy love to go around. Uh, T.Y. Hilton's been a massive disappointment. There's been injuries, and there's just not consistency because of P. Rivers. Um. You know, I when it comes to tight ends, Mo Alley Cox, I would prefer to start over Doyle. Uh, yep. However, you know, Cox, I think, is a high-end tight end too, but I wouldn't trust him more than that. Jonathan Taylor, you know, he hasn't been the dominant force we've been expecting, but they also haven't utilized him as a workhorse back so far. So mm-hmm. Jonathan Taylor, He's I think, is a high-end running back too uh, in a – heavy bye week you know i think he does sneak into mm-hmm. that running back one category um yeah and naeem hines you know i think if as a desperation start i think he could certainly do worse i think he'd be a low-end flex but naeem hines he's a sneaky player and against a bad defense i think he could there get some go. damage yeah. done that that's the key it's against the Bengals. so on a on a bad matchup, if they're playing, let's say like the steelers i would probably not say hines but because it right. is the Bengals. That's a good pick this week. Yeah, I dig it. Um, yeah, that sums it up, man. These two yeah, teams. Yeah, I mean, I do have T.Y. Hilton as desperation flex. I should mention that. He did get yeah. targeted 10 times last game. Caught uh, six for 69. But T.Y. Hilton or T. Higgins? T. Higgins. Yep, give me T. Yep. Higgins. I am right there with you. These two teams, give me the Colts. Colts. Uh-huh. Bolt up. Is that Colt what they say? Up. No, it's bolt up with the yeah, Chargers. Up. I think yeah. they say tighten up as well. Tighten up. Yep. Yeah. That's shout out to Matthew Barry, I, the fantasy football godfather. I think he's the one who coined that tighten up. Tighten up. Tighten up. Uh, yep. Colts, I'd say buck up. Because they're, oh, I don't know. Because they're a, yeah. cause of a horse. Yeah. Yeehaw. Yeah. Next up, we have a game that, this is my most exciting game of the weekend. I am so excited for this matchup. Okay. Uh, And, you know, with our yays and nays on our next episode, I think Mm -hmm. there's going to be a a pretty healthy dose of Lions and Jaguars. I will say I do have a Lion or Jaguar in there. You son of a nutcracker. Uh We'll figure it out. We'll work through it, Andrew. Detroit Lions coming off of their bye week. There's there's some interesting options. Matthew Stafford, you know, he's healthy. His wide receivers are healthy. Love it. I think he has a great opportunity here. I think mm-hmm. he is a UB one this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, and because of that, Kenny Galladay, wide receiver one. Boom. Marvin Jones, I would prefer not to start not him. Not at all. Uh, but, you know, he's one of those players where, gosh dang it, he he makes things happen. He's one of those players. Uh, but for me, he's a desperation flex. I'd rather he's, start Higgins. Yeah, I'd rather start Brandon desperate. Cooks. But he's the lowest of the low in desperation. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a good way of putting it. Once Galladay came back, his targets dropped in half. His receptions dropped in half. uh, And he was a fringe player anyway, so. Yep, yep, I agree. TJ Hawkinson, I think, is an interesting play. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think he is a high-end tight end two, back-end tight end one. uh, But he's got the physical talent. You know, he's a first-round draft pick. He's got that pedigree. And he does seem to have a connection with Stafford. 
And with Marvin Jones falling off of a cliff, I do think Hawkinson picks up some of that slack. Uh, What gets really interesting about the Lions is the running game. Uh, DeAndre Swift had a great game last game he played in week, what was it, week three? Week four. Week four? Yeah. Uh, Over 50 total yards and a touchdown. His role is growing in this offense. Adrian Peterson was still heavily involved, but DeAndre Swift, he's he's the rookie, you know, and this mm-hmm. is the COVID season. So I do think after the bye week, I do think Swift will be more involved, and I do think he's going to start taking that job from Peterson. And I do think there will be value here. Um, you know, it's not going to be a workhouse, or <laughs> not a workhouse, a workhorse, workhorse situation. Yeah. It will be a split backfield, but, you know, this is the modern NFL. There are very rarely <laughs> workhorse backfields to work with. It's, uh, but I think Swift, you know, he's on waivers in a couple of my leagues. Yeah, I, I think he's absolutely rosterable, and I think he is worth a perfect. start this week. I would start him, especially in this bye week hell, uh, as a back end RB two, high end RB three. Absolutely, he is only rostered in seventy seven percent of ESPN leagues. If you look at his stats, I'm, he's only have one bad game. And he's at, I mean, do you remember the, the pass he dropped? Yeah. <laughs> uh, the touchdown pass he dropped. He's mm-hmm. having opportunities. And he's a fantastic athlete. He was one of the top prospects coming into the draft this season, and he fell. You know, there were a lot of people who were saying he was the most talented running back of this class. He was my favorite. Yeah. So, I mean, he's got that talent. And even though it is the Lions, you know, Karrion Johnson's injured, and yep. it's Karrion Johnson, so nothing's yep. going to happen there. Old man, Adrian, old man, Adrian. I mean, granted that man apparently will never stop playing football. He's Mm -hmm. the next Frank Gore. Uh, But no, I think there would be a lot of opportunities for DeAndre Swift. And this is a good O-line and it it should be a good offense as well. So I'm very excited about Swift this weekend. I like him a lot as well. He's averaging 10 points a game for you. Yeah. So do it. Start him. I have full confidence that he'll he'll put up some good numbers for you. He's not going to lose you the week. Yeah, that is a good vote of confidence over the Jaguars side of the ball. Uh, this is an up and down team this season. You know, they some games they look like they're a dark horse and other games you go, oh, that's right. This is the Jaguars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Gardner Minshew, you know, if you need 20 points at quarterback, he is Bam. your man. Good um, yeah. You know, James Robinson, you know, a little bit of a disappointing week last week, but he's getting the work. And that's valuable in this day and age. So you're starting him. DJ Chark, you know, he did not practice Wednesday. He is looking like he will miss this game. Uh, LaVisca Chenault did not practice Wednesday as well, uh, but he is trending upward. I will say if LaVisca Chenault does play, I am very excited for his opportunity. His role is just entrenched in this offense. He's getting work through the air. He's getting work as a, as a rushing option. I love his involvement. You know, he hasn't had that breakout game yet, but I think it's coming. And especially with DJ Chark being out, that just means more targets for Chenault. I, I really yeah. like the rookie. Love his involvement. And I think I think good things are ahead. So would you start Chenault yes. even if Chark plays? Yep, I would. Even if Chark oh, plays, too. I would start okay. Chenault. Me yep. too. Good. I just want to make sure we're on the same page there. Yeah, especially uh, in this matchup. Yeah, so start both of them. Unless, yeah. you know, just keep an eye out for the injuries. We'll let you know more in the injury report episode. But as of right now, if they play, then start both. Yeah, I dig it. 
Uh, anybody else from the Jaguars who interests you? Um, I know how I mean, much you love Tyler Eifert. Yeah, no, not a chance. Uh, James Robinson's obvious start, but the the only thing is, if DJ Chark does not play, Keelan Cole. Ooh, I'm gonna go. If Chark doesn't play, I like Keelan Cole locked and loaded. If Chark doesn't play, he's a low and flex. Okay, yeah, uh, I would not say he's a locked and loaded. If Chark does not play, but uh, yeah, I, you know, I, I can't knock you for that. For it. Andrew, you are a scholar yeah. and a gentleman, Dude, so you, I respect you, you even some, though I do not disagree. You put up some good numbers this year. That's true. Hey, it's that, twelve I mean, points a game. Oh, I like it. Anyway, that's it. <laughs> that's it for the for the Jaguars. No tight ends. Yep. None of that. Oh, winners though. Who are we gonna pick? Oh, for me, it's pretty. I mean, I'm taking the I'm Lions with confidence. Oh, ooh, controversy. Wow. Okay. Right, Hit us with it. I, you know, quite honestly, I didn't really think ahead on this one. Hey, Brendan, let me let me try to sell you. Oh, you're come on, <laughs> get out of here, Brendan. If you give in to his manipulation, you're gonna have another loss on your hands. Oh, well, it's mm-hmm. not manipulation. It's it's fact telling. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, what's the best thing about Jacksonville? Okay. Uh, I mean, we're going to wait a while because you're not the best thing about Jacksonville. I mean, James Their Robinson. Everything that the <laughs> Jaguars have, the Lions have better on offense. No. Minshew, Stafford. Running back, Robinson, undrafted free agent, who's been great. He's been performing DeAndre way Swift, better than both of them. Highly touted running back. Oh, my God. Storied running back, Adrian Peterson, in the twilight of his career. What do they have? Oh, you know who's good? DJ Chark. You know who's better? Kenny Galladay. <laughs> okay, but then you go to wide who's, receiver Who's better twos. than Tyler Eifert? TJ Hawkinson. No, then you go to wide receiver twos and threes. Who's better? LaVisca oh, Chenault and Marvin Twos uh, and threes? Keelan oh, Cole get over Danny Amadola and Marvin Jones. I feel like Stafford the and choice Minshew's is... a toss-up as well. Get out of here. Absolutely. There is a world of difference between Stafford and Minshew, especially not, in not real in life matchup. football. Oh, not I will this fight one. you. Uh-uh. All right, Brendan. Fine, man. I could get into all that, but I'm going to pick Jacksonville. There it is. You Let's son go. of a nutcracker. Let's go. Okay, Brendan, you know what? You know, <laughs> we, we're cool a lot. We, we agree a lot of the time. Give me yeah. two legitimate reasons why you would pick Jacksonville to win over the Lions. I can give you two. Who, other I than them the being Jaguars the Lions. And you pick the Lions. Those are the two reasons why Brendan pick the jaguars that's well no the answer. reason why i picked the jaguars is because i think it'd be fun there it is uh, <laughs> hey. solid that's solid honestly, reasoning you honestly, know that's the only reason yeah. because okay. here's here's the thing i don't have faith i don't have a whole lot of faith in either of these teams yeah. so i'm just going to pick the one that i think is going to be more fun and Plus, I'm going you know, with the jaguars. i can't knock for that yeah, yeah and the lions are a bigger jungle cat than a jaguar so I mean, in every way, Detroit Lions yeah. are just a beefed-up jaguar. Hey, team. I hear you, man. Yeah, except yeah. for Lions on the jungle. If you want to get technical, yeah, I mean, get into that. Here. I I guess I'm just excited <laughs> for you to prove well. me wrong. That's just I'm excited to rub that in your face. All right, all right. That's my lock of the week. That's Lions over Jaguars. Get out of here. All right. All right. Anyway, moving forward, nobody cares. Two of the most popular franchises. Here we go. <laughs> uh, the last matchup, Lions and Jaguars, are just notoriously like popular yep. franchises. Mm-hmm. A lot of Super Bowls between those two. Uh, next up, oh. we have 
Denver Broncos taking on the New England Patriots. Starting with the Broncos, yeah. Noah Fant is questionable with an ankle injury. And even if he does play, Drew Locke is starting to practice again. Uh, I do not know if he will be the starting QB. Stay know, tuned. Yeah. Uh, Andrew will fill you in on our Friday Absolutely. episode of the podcast, uh, giving you the injury up-to-date news. Mm-hmm. If he does play, let's say Locke is in. If Fant is in, I'm starting Fant. This guy has 100%. done nothing but produce uh, since yeah. he's been playing. I'm trying to think. Melvin Gordon, he is questionable after getting arrested for a DUI. A different situation there, huh? You know, this is this is fantasy football, so we're going to focus on that, not the personal choices. Of we'll just say questionable. Yeah. yeah, we'll say questionable. If he plays, you know, you're starting him, uh, but you're not expecting much against a very tough Patriots team. If Melvin Gordon is not playing, I think Philip Lindsay becomes a very strong flex play. Philip Lindsay is a great rusher as well as pass catcher. Other than that, uh, Sutton is obviously not playing. Uh, so Jerry Judy, Tim yeah. Patrick, not super inspiring. Uh, Judy, you know, he's a big play guy. We saw his big touchdown, what, two weeks ago? And it was because of a mistake on the defender's part. So I don't have all that much faith in Judy. Uh, if you're looking at just the stat line, it looks like he could be a sneaky play. I disagree so strongly. So I, I'm not touching Judy. Patrick has been a trendy player. I'm not starting him against the Patriots. I'm not interested in them against the Patriots. For me, it's Fant if Locke is playing. If Locke is not playing, it's either Gordon or Lindsay. All right. I got Fant no matter what if he plays. Uh, Obviously, Gordon, if he plays, if Gordon doesn't play, then Philip Lindsay's a flex. For receivers, however, I do have Jerry Judy as a flex option, and wow. then I have Tim Patrick as a desperation flex. So you would have Jerry Judy playing regardless of who's quarterback? Yes. As a flex, though. Like, I'm not saying he's going to be a top performer, but I do have him as a flex option, yes. Man, I... I'll be honest with you. I am not that enthused about Jerry Judy, uh, I mean, he's, especially he's against uh, three quarterbacks already. So. Yeah. All right. Well, my friend, uh, I mean, he's talented enough to make anything happen. So, yeah. you know what? It only takes one play and Judy has I mean, demonstrated that ability. We can understand the arguments for both sides, but yep. Yep. Uh, over to the Patriot side of the ball. Uh, there's a lot of COVID situations. So, That's you know, if Cam terrible. Newton does play, I think start Cam with all the confidence in the world. This is a very beatable Broncos defense. It's a good uh, welcome back game. It is a good welcome back game. If he and plays, it, once again, he does yeah. still need to get cleared. I uh, should say, actually, just recently news came out that Patriots activated him off of the COVID list. Oh, perfect. Of COVID list. So it looks like he's going to be good to go. Yep, and I think he goes right back into being a starter. Mm-hmm. Uh, Julian Edelman, you're playing... Uh, yep. When it comes to the running backs, you know what? What's your feel? Is it Sony Michelle? Is it Harris? Well, actually, no. I think Sony Michelle got placed in the IR. Oh so, goodness gracious! Yep. It will be. I know it's, it's just there's so much happening this year with IRs and then COVID, all that stuff. I like Damian Harris. He's going to be the lead back this game. Denver does have a good rushing defense. However, I think Damian Harris. 
um, is still going to put up some good points. I got him as a flex option. Nothing higher, nothing lower. Put up a good, good game against Kansas City in week four. And I think he uh, he's going to be kind of the uh, the lead back. Yeah, interesting. Uh, that was without Cam Newton. Uh, I do think having Cam there does change things. But I agree with you. I think he is a solid flex play. Yeah. Uh, so it's Cam Newton, it's Edelman, and it is Harris. He's a very he's the early down back though. So I I don't know goal line. I could see Burkhead or you know even James White, but yeah, early down early down back Harris. So expect yardage over touchdown. Um, yeah, these two teams give me the Patriots. Yeah, Patriots. There's no doubt. Next up, we have the New York Jets taking on the Miami Dolphins. This is a couple years ago, this would have been a laughing stock, uh-huh. and now this year, it's half of a laughing stock. <laughs> half of a laughing stock. Uh, New York Jets <laughs> released Le'Veon Bell. Sam Darnold is not expected to play. Really? It will be a Joe Flacco-led team, and this is disgusting. You know, I'll I'll keep this easy. I'll keep it simple. Yeah. Uh, Jameson Crowder, you're starting. It's a start. Um. The only other thing I do want to mention, huh? uh, this is a rough, rough running back uh, environment right now. P. Ryan, uh, God, I can't even remember his first name. Uh, <laughs> the backup running back for the Jets. Yeah. Last name P. Ryan. Let me pull it up, my friend. Give me just one moment. It is LaMichael P. Ryan. He's only 2% rostered. He is a rookie. I think he's going to have a growing opportunity with Le'Veon Bell gone. I do think he might be able to rise to the occasion. I'm not making any promises, you know, and even if he is the lead back, this is a terrible team. However, this is a league starved for running backs. Uh, And like I said, this fantasy football environment with injuries, with COVID, it is good to have those kinds of players. So I think he is a sneaky player to own. Okay. Uh, Oh, He's a long God. shot, absolutely. A but, big long shot, but I you know people said that about James Robinson, and look how he look how he's turned out. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Lamichael P. Ryan, look into it. You know, there's there's a chance something magical can happen there with the Jets. Yeah, I would I would say rosterable and uh, give it a week. Who knows if he makes you're you're not saying start him, right? I am not anywhere okay, close good. to starting yeah, him. Pick him up. Put him on your bench, see how involved he is, and then we can evaluate from there. But yeah, I mean, there's there's going to be yeah. there is going to be a gap. You know, there's going to be a void that needs to be filled. And if he shows out in a big way, he could be the next man up. Hey, that's good. Over to the Dolphins side of the ball. Uh, this is a horrible, horrible Jets team. So you know, I think it's all systems go. You can start Parker, Fitzpatrick, Gasicki, Preston Williams as a flex. flex. Gaskin, and, you know, Ga- well, yeah, I think Gaskins is must play at this point. He, so oh, I love it. Oh man, it's great. He's getting better and better every game. So Gaskin, locked and loaded. Uh, yeah, everyone, easy, easy peasy, easy. lemon squeezy. Uh, yeah, these two teams Miami. give me the Dolphins. Boom. Boom. So Andrew, one. what so far? Uh... Just the Lions and Jaguars so far. Brian's lock of the week. Your lock of the week. <laughs> Our final That's game we're pre- previewing for the AFC home team. Home teams. There you go. <laughs> uh, Kansas City Chiefs taking on the Buffalo Bills. 
uh, the Chiefs make things easy. You know, it's Mahomes, it's yep. Hill, it's yep. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Yep. Uh, Sammy yep. Watkins is out this week, so I think Nicole Hardman becomes a solid flex play. Mm-hmm. Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey. Bada-bing, bada-boom. Easy peasy. Over to the Bills' side of the ball. Zach Moss is expected to be back this week, coming back from a toe injury. John Brown is questionable for week six after missing week five. You're starting Allen, starting Diggs, starting Singletary. I am not starting Moss. And John Brown, if he plays, I will play John Brown as a flex. Oh, man, look how easy that was. Easy peasy. That was pretty smooth. These two teams give me the Chiefs. Chiefs. Man, Andrew, well, that wraps up our week six preview for the AFC home teams. Uh, Everybody, please check in later this week for our second half of our week six preview where we look at the NFC home teams. Thank you all so much for listening. Uh, If we can ask a small favor, uh, please uh, check out our website. Uh, Brendan, I believe it is barelyathletic.com. Yes, that's correct. Nailed it. Oh, perfect. Uh, yeah, no, please check it out. Brendan's done some fantastic work making that a awesome website. Uh, and if you could, on whatever platform you're using to listen to us, please rate us. Uh, please leave a review. Uh, anything you do helps. It spreads the word. It keeps us going. Thank you all so much for your patronage, your patience, and your enthusiasm. We'll catch you back here later this week.